Praise the Lord, brothers and sisters. Welcome back to Kingdom Come Ministries. I know it's been a while, but today I got something a little special for us. And that is, you cannot lose your salvation no matter what. So let's begin. Over the years, there have been a major debate within Christians, as if one can lose their salvation. This podcast will prove that you cannot. So, let's start off with John chapter 6, verse 37. And it says that, All that the Father gives me will come to me, and him who comes to me I shall by no means cast out. Cast out by definition means to be rid of someone because you no longer like them. And in John chapter 6, verse 39, Lord Jesus says this, And this is the will of him who sent me, that I shall lose none of those he has given me, but raise them up on the last day. Let me go ahead and prove a point and say this. If we could lose our salvation, we we would have already lost it. Whether it be something you did, something you said, something you thought, etc., etc. We all sin, willfully and unwillfully. It's part of our sinful nature. It's part of who we are. We are not perfect, and we never will be for as long as we remain on this earth. And if you think you are perfect and that you will never sin... (laughs) My friend, you need to wake up and see the bigger picture here that is in front of you. Now, some of you might be thinking about, well, what about abide in me or be cut off? Let me go ahead and explain this. Lord Jesus made it abundantly clear that he is the only way to be saved. Let me say that again. The only way. As it says in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 through 9, it says, For by grace through faith ye are saved, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not works, not of works, lest any man should boast. We all know that God's gifts are, how do I say this, irreversible, which means that it cannot be taken back. It's like the Holy Spirit, for example. When we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we are sealed with the Holy Spirit, and He remains with us forever. It doesn't say until you sin. Now, let's go and let's continue on. Now, abide in me means to stay, yes. However, what it means in a matter of context is that those who are cut off are those who did not make a willful choice to accept Jesus as Lord. So, therefore, they are the ones to be cut off. Now, to go into deeper detail, we are not holding on to our salvation. Because if that were the case, then Ephesians chapter 2 will be proven false, and then our salvation becomes a work-based reward rather than a faith reward. You understand what I'm trying to say, right? Now, Lord Jesus did say yes, that faith without works is dead. However, that's just to prove that you are indeed a follower of God. It's not like a common job. You know what I'm trying to say? It's not like a checklist that you need to check off every single day. Like, okay, did I say this prayer? Okay, did I make this tithing offering? Yada, yada, yada. It's just to show that you are being an obedient child of God. Now, when we become saved, we have two choices. As I said in my seven proofs that your salvation is eternally secure. I believe it was that one anyways. We have two choices in life when we become saved. We can either be an obedient child or a disobedient child. If you become an obedient child, God will reward you and bless you in your life. As he has done with me. God has blessed me dearly, and I am ever more grateful for that, and I give him all the glory for that. 
I am eternally thankful for all that he's done for me. However, if you choose to be a disobedient child, God is going to discipline you and punish you, and you will have a very displeased father in heaven. And there may be certain circumstances where he may take you home early. Now, you may be wondering, what do you mean by that? What I mean is that, for example, if you continue to sin day in and day out and just feel no remorse or no confessions, then, of course, God is going to chasten you because, as it says, God chastens those that he loves. Now, as I said before, we will make rash choices, willfully and unwillfully. We will make willful, sinful decisions. I personally have, and I, I feel terrible. As I said before, we are not perfect. But moving on, I'm getting a little bit off track here. God is strong enough to keep us. Excuse the dog barking next door. God is strong enough to keep us and our salvation. As it says in John chapter 10, I give them eternal life. And it's John chapter 10, verse 28, for those who don't know. I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. No one shall snatch them out of my hand. Now, I've heard people say this all the time. Well, we can take ourselves out. Not so fast. You're included with no one. What the verse doesn't say is that no one except the believer will snatch them out of my hand. Because if that were indeed the case, wouldn't Lord Jesus have said that? Of course, he taught in parables, but of course, there are certain instances where he made it perfectly crystal clear. As it says, for example, in John chapter 6, verse 37, All that the Father gives me will come to me, and him who comes to me I shall by no means cast out. And then again, we have people who think that we still are in the Old Testament laws believing we have to eat clean and unclean meats, but it says in Mark chapter 7, verse 19, Therefore he declared all foods clean. So, I mean... But, anyways, to move on. Let's say, for example, you did somehow manage to jump out of God's hand. He will catch you because we are his children and he will not let us fall to the point of no return. That's not who our Father in Heaven is. It's not. Because if that were the case, then, well, none of us would have been saved in the first place. You know what I'm trying to say? But moving on. Let's say, for example, if you are one of the people's, or let me say this, actually. Let me, let me take that back. If you are one of the people saying that you can lose your salvation, let me summarize as to what you are basically saying to those who say you can lose your salvation. You're pretty much saying, Lord Jesus, I believe you died on the cross for my sins or were raised from the dead, but it wasn't enough. I still got some sins over here, but your precious blood wasn't enough to cover it. First off, not only is that disrespectful, but it's saying that his sacrifice for us 2,020 years ago was all for nothing. It was all in vain. As I said before in my seven proofs, your salvation is eternally secure. Lord Jesus cannot keep coming back from heaven to keep dying on the cross for our sins. Because, well, I mean, if you really think about it, that'd be a really complicated world, if you know what I'm trying to say. But anyways, once you accept him as your Lord and Savior, all of your sins were forgiven. Past, present, future. Willful sins and unwillful sins. Now lastly, because I, I want to keep this short. 
But if the time ever came, I could make a part two to this to explain or to go into deeper detail because there are a lot of verses I can pull off here to prove. But <laughs> this podcast would be probably be going on for days. But lastly, Hebrews chapter six. <sighs> Most people have tried to use this scripture to prove that you can lose your salvation. For I mean, it's been so for, it's been it's been going on for so long. It's downright baffling. Now I'm gonna go ahead and summarize it to you in just a few words. That letter was basically written to inform that there is no other sacrifice that anyone could use except for Lord Jesus Christ that could save them. In fact, that letter was written to give him assurance of salvation. It's all about context when it comes to scripture. Context. Now, of course, there are certain scriptures that may seem baffling to the mind, but once you get into a deeper understanding of it and you begin to dive down into what the word really means, you begin to understand through the power of the Holy Spirit. So, to summarize this entire podcast, salvation is not work-based. It's an inheritance that is guaranteed for us. Now, guaranteed means the matter is settled, it can't be changing. You know, God keeps us and our salvation, not us. Because if that were true, we would have lost it. We are eternally saved, not holding on. As I, I'll say it again, if we could lose our salvation, we would have already lost it. Period. We are not perfect. We are God's children and we will misbehave. We will make rash choices. But God still loves us with love we can never comprehend. A father doesn't leave his children because they misbehave. He is still their father and they will forever be his children. See, this is what kind of gets me a little bit. So, for all you parents out there, let's say for example, um, your child gets in trouble at school today. I'm just, I'm just thinking of a random example. And, of course, you're going to be very upset with them, but they're still your child, are they not? You still love them. Just because they misbehave every now and again doesn't mean that they're no longer your child. You see, that's what most of these people think that you can lose your salvation, think God is like. But God is far more infinite, far more glorious than we could ever comprehend. It's just, this debate, it, it, it needs to stop. That's why I make this podcast right here, to hopefully put the matter at rest. For some of those who are thinking, like, maybe maybe I can lose your salvation, I want you to know this. You are God's child, and you will for all of eternity be his child. As it says in Romans chapter 9, Neither, neither weakness, nor sin, nor nothing could ever separate you from the love of God. Lord Jesus' sacrifice for us 2,020 years ago was enough to cover all of our sins. Because if it wasn't, then well, he would have to keep coming back. But he died once and for all, and the matter is settled. Once we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior... God could never demand that payment from us again. 
I hope this matter eases some of you. And I hope, I pray, that those who are listening, thinking that you can lose your salvation, or who are actually spreading that, I hope this opens up your eyes and gets you a change of mind. I may not like what you're doing, but you are still my brother and sister in Christ, and I will forever love you for it. But please, do not put fear into people's hearts as to as a salvation can be lost. It's let me let me take for example. It's salvation. I'm gonna I'm gonna use this remote in my hand that I got for example. See this remote? I can toss it up. You know, I can twirl it on my fingers or whatever. I could drop it. See. In order to keep this remote in my hand, I would have to I would have to keep holding on to it. But if I let go, oh no, it falls to the floor. Salvation is not the same way. It's not. Because God is the one who's holding on to it. And we all know God will never let us go. No matter what. But anyways, brothers and sisters, thank you all for listening. It it really does mean a lot that y'all come by and just, it truly means a lot. Thank you all. I hope you all. I hope you all enjoy the rest of your day. God bless you all, brothers and sisters. Have a good one.